Hello and welcome to the dreamscape. So, I went to bed with the mission of discovering what do I see, or what, um, what part of myself exists in others. I put in others, or some. I didn't fully discover an answer, and I wasn't lucid enough to be able to ask the question. But I did dream. I had a dream at some point where I was flying. I was in, um, like, a, either a grocery store or, like, um... like a Canadian tire, and I was flying through the department, and I wanted to see if, okay, so I was putting stuff up on shelves, and then My mother was there, and then my grandmother was also there at some point. Um, and then my grandmother wanted me to show wanted to show me something, so she took me uh, out of there. My mom didn't even notice that I was in the store, or my grandmother. She was like busy looking at stuff, so she didn't notice us. Um. I had to, at a certain point, um, um, here it is. So I was trying to, like, it's like we were playing a game while we were working. One person was supposed to create a new challenge, and the other people were supposed to solve the more difficult challenge and deal with it before the next day, right? Um, so, I was selected to be the, the difficult challenge. So I went into one department, and I just broke a bunch of objects. I just snapped them in half. I thought they were like bananas, basically. But it was like shells, and I would fly up and get to a bunch of different things. And then I imagined what it would be like if they found it and whatnot. And then I went, and I saw another person in a department. And then I found an object that was both a banana, blueberries, and an onion. It was one thing that was all together, somehow. It was mainly in the shape of a banana, but it had all of them. And then I used that as a lure to get that person to the department so they could see my mistake, my error, the, the problem. And then I brought them to it, and then I phased out. I think they could actually phase through walls. 
Um, and then they went and they saw the whole thing. And then I was like, good, this person's going to fix it. And then I, I disappeared after that. And then I had to go back to Tim Hortons to... Because I guess I was at Tim Hortons previously. But that's whatever. Um, so then I I go and I fly out of the store. And the way that my flying power works, I actually have to flap my wing, my flap my hands. The weird part of it. So I go, I start to fly. And then, um... <sighs> Um, a person that I know sees me fly, and then she waves at me, and then I'm like, oh, well, I guess she's working here, too. And I actually made the assumption that she was trying to get to this for me, but, and then, and then I no longer was quite able to fly as well. Like, I would, like, kind of fall down, and I'd, like, try to jump again, and I'd kind of flutter, and then. I'd, like, my flying was not consistent after that. Actually, almost even before that, I was really struggling to fly. Um, and then I was also carrying three other people, or four other people that just wanted to come along and, and do and fly. Um... So I was struggling having them fly with me. Um, and then two people from Tim Hortons came over and they were saying, hey, we need everybody else to finish up in the, their department and come back here. Um, and I'm like, no matter what, one person is going to remain after the entire, the rest of the department can come over, but there's one person guaranteed they're not done their day. So they need to stay there. And they didn't like that at all. They're like, who? And I described them. Um, and then they're like, okay, well, then they left. And the problem is, they were, I think they were the, the head, the bigger manager. They were doing a play with me as another part in front of the entire school. And everybody that worked at Tim's was actually a child. We had children working in, Tim, in Tim's. Um, and and <laughs> everybody's, um, the entire school He's in the auditorium of a grocery store parking lot. <laughs> um, and then... Hmm. So then I end up flying onto the roof of the metro and then I kind of like start to jump and bounce because I kind of I'm on the edge and I'm almost falling off and other people are kind of onto and I need to get onto it so I'm like I managed to pull myself up 
And then I slowly go, I slowly float my way over to the Thames. Now, my thing about Thames is I was trying to see if, because my, my flying power has to do with steam, so I was thinking maybe I'll go in and I'll go through the roof and I'll be able to get the steam and I'll recover my powers as well as just going down into the thing and then I'll show up. It'll be fine, right? So I go to the top and then you know those things that have like those like spinning like they're like these weird silver like chef's hats on built on, on buildings. They're made of silver and chrome and they spin. Or something like that. Or like I take the cover off and then inside it's just a giant metal spinning ball. So I close that. I'm like, oh, and I check the other one and it's the same thing. And I'd like squeeze past like a tall part of the building to get to the back end. But um I managed to get there and no, it clearly is not gonna work. So they uh head down and I hear a bell ring before I even enter into the room. Which means this the clock strikes twelve and the entire class is about to pay attention to us because we're about to do the presentation, which we are not ready for. I don't even know all the lines, and one person isn't even here, and then we haven't even prepped all this other stuff. We haven't, we haven't even practiced it once. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I head down, and I open the door, I come in, and then... I just, I, they're all noisily talking, they're going around doing their whole thing, and then I go, I say one little thing at an elevator rate, and just, silence. And I go, I can hear all the attention on me, and I say, I look at my, I look at my fake clock on my hand. What time is it? And then everyone's like, oh, and then everyone kind of gets in, gets, starts to get the stuff together. And I gotta get my stuff together too. So I start to pull everything together. And then there's actually no resolution on on how it goes. So there's one thing where I have a weird puppet that goes above my head. Um, who has green gloves. I believe I'm in a bucket. So you can't see my body. Um, So, the other thing, too, I needed to work on a voice that would be loud enough to project to the entire school. So, I was talking to an older person, and I was having them, like, I was figuring out the voice for them. I was asking them, I was trying to get them, like, like to give me a light preparation for it. Um, I'm also going to read off a script that I only have half the dialogue for, and... My other partner isn't even here, so it's not like I can 
do anything. Um... And then I also don't know what the other people are there for as well. Like, are the other students just going to stand up beside me and, and watch, or what? So, there's a little bit of immobility in that sense because of of this. Um, but right now, the kids are just standing up there and I'm waiting. Um, so... I don't know if that answers the question, but I also think my dreams recently have, uh, they definitely have, like, like, truth and lesson on them right now, because they have to deal with my, like, my relationship almost as a, as a, uh, instructor and as a peer and as a mentor and, which is something that I've, I've tried to step into, but clearly m- m- there's a part of it that feels similar to imposter syndrome because it's like, who am I in some ways? Um, But I don't know. I made a voice. I was kind of there, and then and then that was the end of the dream. It was very. And then I was like trying to go back in, and I couldn't even get myself to go back to bed to continue the dream. So then I just decided to record the podcast because I was like, well, I imagined myself doing it. I was trying to put myself there, but I I couldn't. I couldn't figure it. Now, if I were to try to answer the question on on what that is, um, what part of me exists in others? Like a better question is, what do I bring out in others? Because that's not even a good question. What part of me exists in others' minds? In the minds of others? Like, so many steps have to be in place before that is a relevant question. Like, I need to figure out what do I bring out in others? What do others bring out in me? In just, like, the... Not in the minds, right? So that's a, those those are two more important questions. So maybe I'll consider those when I go to bed. Anyways, this was um, Matt from the Dreamscape. Have a good one.